Hey everybody, Adam Stott here. Thanks for checking out my podcast, Business Grow Secrets. You're absolutely in the right place. This podcast is going to reveal to you all of the secrets that you've been looking to discover that are going to allow you to cure your cash flow problems, attain more clients, bring in more leads for your business, and create systems and processes that give you the growth that you want. You are going to discover the business growth secrets you have been looking for that I've used to sell over £50 million worth of products and services on social media and help clients everywhere to grow their businesses on the mark. So let's get started on the Business Growth Secrets Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this very special episode of Business Growth Secrets. Uh, Super excited. I'm back with another amazing guest, Uh, somebody that's been in business for 34 years in the relationship business, you know, fantastic business where she's become one of the most well-known matchmakers and owns a business that is the the best known matchmaker in the United Kingdom, had tons of press, um, been responsible for hundreds of uh, relationships or probably thousands of relationships and marriages and people getting to know each other and bringing happiness into people's lives. So really looking forward to speaking to uh, the founder CEO, Karen. Um, So Karen Mooney, welcome on to the podcast of Sarah Eden Introductions. How are you doing, my dear? You good? I'm fine. And thank you very much for inviting me, Adam. Thank you. My pleasure. Really, really looking forward to getting to talk to you. And of course, somebody who's been in business for 34 years, had a lot of success. And one of the things that we train our clients on, um, Karen, is that we really need to know our defined target market, the people we want to serve, the people we want to reach. And I think part of your success is you've got a laser focus on that, haven't you, in terms of the first thing you said to me is this is who we help. That's the first thing we, we, the conversation we had backstage. So you know very well who you help, who you make a difference to. Yeah. And you've got a great business. So really looking forward to hearing a bit about the story of the business. So why don't we go all the way back? We have to go a little way back and get to know a little bit about how did you come to build this business that's been running for 34 years, that's been featured in every, pretty much every national media outlet and every national magazine um, and, and gained some real credibility. Where did this idea start from? Because a lot of the people listening to the podcast at early stages sometimes, I think it adds a lot of value to them to, to understand, you know, where we started from. Yeah, of course. Well, it was 1988 um, and I was in my 20s at the time and um it was quite difficult to, to meet people. We were all working very hard and everything. And I broke my shoulder and I suddenly thought, you know, all my friends were coming to see me, my male friends and my female friends. They were all complaining they couldn't meet people. And I thought, there must be a business in this. You know, the, the dateline was around, but for full professionals, you know, who wanted a long-term relationship ultimately. And uh, so I thought about it and thought, yes, if I, I'm going to take a chance. Um, so I handed in my notice um, and I took a chance and it paid off. I started Sarah Eden with not very much money at all. And uh, the rest is history. We've been responsible for thousands and thousands of relationships um, and children too, lots of babies. In fact, last week we just received um, another wedding invitation, which was lovely, last Friday. 
Oh, lovely. So, so when you started it off, were you, were you nervous? Did you have some ups and downs in the beginning? What were your first sort of deals like? Your first bits of, that you did, you know, the first matchmaking, you know, your pricing. What was it like back then, right? Well, because yeah. it was quite well, a fresh idea, right? It was quite a fresh idea. And people used to get, I think, an introduction agency, they used to get confused with escort agencies and things. So I had to sort of <laughs> say, no, we're, you know, we're for dating, for finding a partner for a long-term relationship. Um, and in those days as well, there was a bit of a stigma. Uh, so we used to have to fight to overcome the stigma. Uh, so a lot of the press we did in the early days, I managed to get some of my attractive members to go into the newspapers and things as well. So people could see it was people like, you know, normal people, not people that were perhaps super shy or 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 something. It was just people looking for uh, a long-term relationship. And by joining Sarah Eden, they'd meet similar people um, who were also looking for a long-term relationship. And, you know, certainly through years, we've had many, many funny stories. And one of the funniest ones, I think, was um, this couple who worked for the same company. They actually fancied each other. But wow. Was there to <laughs> ask each other out. They came to Sarah Eden and met. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. And it shows you, you know, it's, uh, you know, it shows you, doesn't it, that there's certainly an industry there. And and obviously with everything that's been going on recently with your Tinder, your, your like to this different thing, it shows you that the market's there. But somebody, and, and this is the thing I say to a lot of our clients a lot of the time, you know, there is a high level option, isn't there, um, for a business that can provide a better service. Than, and you said to me when we jumped on, this is for the person that doesn't want to be on a mobile phone, swiping right, swiping left. But you've, you've uh, really gone through the test of time. How's it changed over the years? You know, been 34 years in business. How's it changed for you? What's been, what's been some of the challenges? It, it's changed a lot over the years. Um, and... You know, we've had the advent of um, the internet as well, which had a bit of an effect when it first came out. But now it's clearly defined because you've got the younger generation who will swipe left and right. The sort of people we look after are looking ultimately for a long-term relationship. Or the older clients. I mean, the great in the pandemic, uh, we took a lot of older clients as well. Uh, and we've got people in the 80s now, which is lovely. They're not necessarily looking for a long-term relationship, but they want people who have been vetted to a certain extent and uh, they've got this similar to themselves. So perhaps, you know, they want to go to the theatre or whatever together. Um, it, it has changed, but it's come full circle and we are certainly busier than ever now. Really brilliant. Mm. Okay, no, that's, that's amazing. So along the journey of you growing the business and, and going out there, you mentioned press a minute ago, you seem to have had a ton of press. What's your attitude towards media and branding been like throughout the journey? Um, How important has that been to you? I think it's. I think it is important, um, and I've always um, run my business sort of um, ethically as well. You know, we the, the sort of people we take on. If we don't think we can help somebody, we won't take them on. Um, we can't guarantee on getting everybody um, into a relationship, um, but you know, we we certainly. Um, give it a go. Um, 75% of the people who come to us come through word of mouth through recommendations. So it's wow, that's brilliant. And in, in to, have you ever had a few, is there, has there been a few people that have been really challenging over the years? Have you ever had somebody thought this person's never going to meet the ideal person and then finally it's come along? Have you had some ones like that? We've had a few challenges through the years. Yes, definitely. Um, 
Uh, yeah, people sometimes with unrealistic expectations, they join and they'll be have realistic expectations. And as time goes by, they suddenly want somebody who's, you know, six foot, uh, a man who's <laughs> six foot something and he's, you know, uh, got to have this, that and the other. And a woman, a, a man might have um, unrealistic expectations for a woman as well. So people have to be realistic. Um, you know, if, if you perhaps look like Claudia Schiffer, then you can you know, be choosing, but uh, <laughs> if you don't, then you've got to be realistic, definitely. Okay, absolutely. So what, what kind of relationship tips do you sort of train and coach the people on how they go and they date and things like that and how they how they are? Do you give them advice as well? Yeah, we, do. we do. Sometimes people have not been successful in finding a relationship because they're too narrow in their um they're too, they're too narrow and they won't think outside of the box. Often we'll have to say to people, look, you're giving off the wrong sort of vibe. You know, you need to come across as a friendly, approachable person who people want to meet as a, ni- you know, a nice person. If you come across and you're very rigid and you're a bit fierce or whatever, you know, it, it's not going to work. And certainly sometimes we get people who feel like they've been interviewed, um, you know, when they speak to somebody initially. And often that can be nerves. Because, yeah. you know, they don't know what to say or they're just yeah, they're nervous because they like the person. They've seen their photographs, they've read their profile. We've told them a bit more about the person as well. And so they're just a little bit nervous. So, you know, we, we can act as the intermediary there. Yeah, and, and go, go blast through those nerves and things like that. Yeah. So um, because we're on, obviously, this is Business Growth Secrets, how, I, I wanted to ask a question which I think is going to be a good question for, for the audience, especially being that you're an expert in relationships, been behind thousands of relationships. If you've got a business owner, i.e. a female business owner or a male business owner, whatever way it is, and the other side of it, you've got somebody who isn't a business owner, Does that? how does that impact a relationship and how can that be something that people work together on a little bit. I mean, over the years, that my current uh, partner is a business owner, and I find it much, much easier as a business owner to be with somebody that is a business owner. You know, we understand each other more. We understand the challenges and things that we go through. Whereas also I've had partners in the past that haven't been business owners. They don't quite get it, right? Because you have a laser focus in running a business and yourself as a business owner as well. What do you think on that? I mean, what would you say to someone in that respect? Is it down to communication? Is it down to actually maybe you should look for someone more similar circumstances to yourself? What do you think? What would your opinion be? I actually think it depends on the person. Because as a business owner, you're 24 seven, aren't you? Do, do you know what I mean? Thinking about, you know, what the, running the business and, and what's happening and everything. Um, so I think it depends on the person. If you have a partner who's too narrow and they have got no idea what it's like running a business, I, I don't think it can work necessarily. But, you know, it, it, if they're in a profession, perhaps they're uh, a doctor or a lawyer or something, I think that can be, um, it can sometimes compliment compliment you, but I think a lot of it does depend on the person. But you know that person has to understand that as a business owner, you know you have to put your business as a, a priority, not necessarily over the relationship, but you have to prioritise. You know because it's um, it's your responsibility to make sure your staff as well are all looked after and the business runs smoothly and is a success. Absolutely. So you feel that. 
you feel that actually looking for somebody similar to you is a good idea, would you say, do you think, for, for people? Or do you think that somebody that also has maybe some demands of them? Okay. Is that kind of what you... In my experience, similar types, uh, it, you don't have to be like Nip and Nap, but you have to think in a similar way. Um, opposites can attract, but it tends not to be long-term. <laughs> yeah. do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I absolutely understand what you mean. I just, uh, you know, from a, a perspective, I just wonder, I thought it'd be interesting, you know, for people that are in relationships that are listening now uh, to understand that aspect and whether it is a case of, you know, maybe similar types working together is is maybe a better model from someone that's done it many, many times. So, for example, if, if a business owner came to you and there's a business owner, uh, two business owners came to you, would you go, actually, these two people both run businesses, they're both of a similar mindset, they could get along? Or do you think, actually, both of these are going to be too busy for each other? What do well, you think? That, that's <laughs> what I mean. That's why it depends on the person, doesn't it? Because sometimes if you're a business owner, it's quite nice to have somebody who's not but can understand yeah. Because um, you know that they, they can be supported, so it really does depend on the person. But you do have to think in a similar way, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And and how do you get to the depths of a uh, of a person that that comes in? What well, you, you it sounds to me like you get very very focused on the individual. How oh. do you take a time to understand them? What is it? Do you have a process? Obviously, I don't expect you to give, give the uh, IP, IP away, but just a bit of a brief outlay of, of how you kind of work with that person or get to understand that person. Yeah, of course. Well, um, firstly, they, they fill in a personal profile form. And nowadays as well, I mean, when I first started, there wasn't such a thing as the internet or anything. You can find out a lot about the person on the internet, can't you? You know, and bearing in mind, are people are professional or business owners or whatever, or people in the media? Um and um, when we interview them, we ask them lots of searching questions, you know, about their life, their childhood, how they grew up. You know, I mean, we, we're not being too nosy, but we just need to get a feel for that person, what they've been through. Um, you often find if somebody wants somebody who's trustworthy, faithful, mm. that means their last partner wasn't trustworthy and perhaps wasn't faithful. Um, so, you know, we, we get a feel for that person, ask them how they see themselves in three years' time. You know, um, do you want to get married? Do you want to just find a, a partner to have um, enjoy life with? What do you want to do? So we get a feel for that person. We ask them um, uh, their five most important uh, goals in life as well. Um, and then, then we can match that person by with somebody else. Um, and what happens is when they come along, once they're interviewed, we ask them to bring three forms of ID and um, we ask them to sign a confidentiality contract. A lot of our people are high profile, often well known. Um, and uh, then we'll show, we'll make a selection of profiles that we think that person would like. And then they choose who they want to meet initially with our help. But it is quite interesting because sometimes we do have to make people think outside of the box. And they appreciate it because it's, you know, giving our input into helping them find a relationship because their success, don't forget, is ultimately our success. Of course. And, and I think that's the bit, I mean, that's a really key point, what you just said there, and a, and, and a brilliant way to run a business. If you really focus on your client's success being a part of your success, 
it, it really does mean that you serve the client. And I think that's a really good uh, tip for people that are listening on here right now. You know, I always I say exactly the same thing. The more successful our clients are, the more successful we are. And, yeah, exactly. And, and that should be, I think that's a lovely thing to have running through the veins of your business because it means that, like you said, 75% of your people word of mouth now, you know, and uh, of course, if they're, if they're word of mouth, um, it means that they know someone more than likely that's been successful with you, right? Exactly, exactly. Which, which is, which is brilliant because you know if we get something matched up, they're likely to tell their friends about us and, and and vice versa. But it's quite interesting, you know, because we we often get phone calls from people um, who we actually don't know they're in a relationship through us because they never told us, <laughs> you know. But somebody will come through us and they said, you know, do you know. Um, Sarah, Michael, whatever, they met 15 years through Sarah Eden, really. And, um, yeah, so it, it's nice, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Right, cool. And and in terms of now, you know, where you're at now in terms of growing the business, you said 75% of your business comes from where the map. Where does the rest come from? Is it from media? Is it from online marketing, digital marketing? What, what are the other things you do to grow the business? Um, uh, a, lot of it, a lot of it's media. Um, we obviously use it. We obviously advertise on the internet as well. You know, Google is great, isn't it? You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I first started, there was no such thing as Google, and uh, we had to rely on old-fashioned newspapers and things like that. Yeah, and, and social media. We do a lot on social media as well, um, mm. and that you know, I think it's just getting the name out there, getting people, you know, to understand, you know, what, what we're about, and you know. We can't perform miracles, but, you know, we, we we have a very good success rate too. So, you know, we have some fantastic people. You'd be amazed at the sort of people we've got matched through the years. And I'll be really interested to know because you said your defined target market is essentially professional, busy people that don't want to use the internet to meet somebody. They want a more, you know, organized, like a, a nicer approach to going out there and meeting people, right? Ha, has that always been the way? Is that always who you target from the very beginning? Has that changed over the years? Has your type of client that you serve changed over the years? Or has that always been quite steady in the same place? No, it's, we, we've, we've always looked after um professional people or you know but i think the, the good thing is now the age group has has increased um so hence we can take people up into the 80s so we have lots of fantastic retired um people you know as well uh yeah it, it's the type of person that could be sincere in their search um for finding people but as i said the younger people sometimes they want to get married have babies or they want to find somebody at the second time round, but of course the people in the 70s and 80s they just want to find companions and people to travel with now they can of course but it, it is the type of person that's that's important and they want to meet people i think also the older we get as well we have to think um you want to meet people who are as financially secure as you you know that is important too so we take a lot we do a lot of the vetting and take a lot of the groundwork out of just meeting somebody on the internet Absolutely. No, and I think it's brilliant to serve that demographic, being that there probably isn't that much there for them, right? Yeah. You know, in, in that way, and especially when you go on, when you talk about the internet, the techno technological side of it, and, and people are quite intimidated by the tech, aren't they? They don't want to do something wrong, you know, and they want a, an easier approach for sure. I can see how that would uh, be a really growing market. So in, um, 
in terms of what you would say for your businesses and building, how important for you has been relationship building in actual business? And is there, do you take the similar approach to building relationships with business as you would for matchmaking? But obviously influential relationships, something that we talk to our clients about is about how sometimes one opportunity, one chance, one person can really change everything, one relationship and how important business relationships are. Where do you sort of stand on that? I think business relationships are very important as well um, because I think, you know, in order for your business to run, you have to work with other businesses to make it work, don't you? You know, um, yeah. you have to have your IT people, your social media people, your, you know, whatever. And I think it's very important to have um, open, honest and uh, good relationships for the people you deal with and make it fun too, you know. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> of course. Okay, cool. Well, um, certainly if, if somebody was looking to um, work work with you, Karen, where would be the best place for them to go and find you? Um, would you say, would that be uh, to go onto your website and to go and check out what you do? And what's the first steps of what they would need to take if they wanted to meet the partner of their dreams working with uh, Sarah Eden? Yeah, they need to phone us or look at the website and inquire through the website. And then one of my staff would give them a call and send them the information, tell them all about us, tell them exactly how we operate. They'd need to make an appointment either to come to one of our offices. We've got an office in Westminster and one in Central Windsor. I started in Central Windsor, actually, at the castle, and we're still office at the castle, not the same building. Oh, lovely. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful place, yeah. Oh, beautiful, yeah, yeah it's lovely. Um, in fact, when the Duke of Edinburgh was alive, he used to often drive his carriage past our door. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but um, so, yes, so then they either come to our offices or make a virtual appointment um, and have a chat, talk about them, their life, the sort of things they want in the future. Um, once they've signed a confidentiality contract and everything, we then show them profiles of people we felt were suitable for them. If we didn't think they were suitable or we didn't think we'd have somebody, if we couldn't help them, we, we would be very honest and say at that time, i.e. if somebody's too particular in their specifications or the sort of person they want to meet, their big age a big, big age gap or something, you know, yes. that's, that's not necessarily going to work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Absolutely. And, yeah. So, and obviously, go and, go and check you out. You mentioned you've got an Instagram page as well, and the Instagram page is uh, Zara Eden Introductions. And I can see there's tons of different stats and information on there about relationships, finding your dream partner, which would be really uh, useful for people, no doubt, too. Exactly. I think people are always surprised when they come along and see the sort of people we've got. We've just got amazing people. And it's lovely, particularly when they stay in contact as well, you know. Mm. Um, we've got a few weddings happening this year. A double generation wedding as well that was cancelled three times because of COVID. Um, so yeah, so it's yeah, it, it, it's a it's a lovely job. You just have to um, be re people just have to be realistic in the the sort of person. Yeah, if you would just uh, finish off by what would you say would you be your three tips for finding your uh, a dream partner? Would you say apart yeah. from getting touch? Apart from sorry. Apart from getting in touch, they can do yeah, that. Of course, yeah. All right. So what would you say, give them three tips? So if you wanted to find a, a, a good partner or the partner of your dreams, what would you say? Yeah. Um, don't, you know, go for um, personality. Obviously, you've got to find the person attractive. Um, 
to you, but also um, you need to laugh together. You need to have a you need to have fun together. It's it's not all about looks. You know, looks can fade as you get old and grey. You have to have fun, laugh together, um, want similar things in the future, um, and yeah, want, want similar things in the future and. Um, uh, have 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 fun in your relationship as well. That's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. So some great advice there for sure. Well, I want to say a big big thank you for coming on, Karen. You know, well done on the success of the business. Thanks. Been you know over thirty four years, obviously dealing with major high profile people, you get tons of media attention. You've done a fantastic job, and I love the fact that you said the business, you know, your success of your clients runs through your veins. I think that that's really, really important. And, and it shows a, a really good um, advice for any bits that you've been listening today, that if you can put your client's success first, then your results are going to uh, be reflected in that, right, of course. So of brilliant. course it is. Okay. So w welcome. Uh, thank you very much for coming on. Um, if you've been listening today, make sure you go and check out uh, Karen's business, uh, Zara Eden Introductions. You can check them out on Instagram. You can go and check out their website. And if you're looking to meet somebody, uh, you know, certainly I don't imagine there's a better person, a more qualified person uh, in this country to go and talk to. So hopefully you've enjoyed that and enjoyed listening about the uh, story of the business and understand the media and the moves that uh, Karen's made to grow it. Thanks for coming on, Karen. You've been amazing. Really enjoyed our chat. And everybody, have, <laughs> sorry. And everybody, if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and make sure you go and leave us a lovely review if you've enjoyed today's episode. Hey everybody, Adam here, and I hope you loved today's episode. Hope you thought it was fabulous. And if you did, I'd like to ask you a small favor. Could you jump over and go and give the podcast a review? Of course, I'll be super grateful if that is a five-star review. We're putting our all into this podcast for you, delivering you the content, giving you the secrets. And if you've enjoyed it, please go and give us a review and talk about what your favorite episode is perhaps. Every single month, I select someone from that review list to come to one of my exclusive academy days and have lunch with me on the day, meeting hundreds of my clients. So if you want that to be you, then you're going to be in with a shout if you go and give us a review on iTunes. Please, of course, do remember to subscribe so you can get all the up-to-date episodes. Peace and love, and I'll see you very, very soon. Thank you.